Installhub.com, streamlining your installations. Hey you, another week, another podcast. We've made it to Friday the 23rd of June. Let's see what's been happening this week. It has been a very busy one. Kickstarting with this news, Ford has received a £9.2 billion government loan for EV battery factory projects. The eye-popping sum represents the biggest government investment in the auto industry since the bailouts from the Great Recession. The loan originates from the DOE's Advanced Technology Vehicles Manufacturing Programme, which famously helped put Tesla on the map and more recently provided a boost for a joint venture of General Motors and LG Energy Solutions to help fund the construction of a new lithium-ion battery manufacturing manufacturing facility. Another recent recipient was Redwood Materials, the electric vehicle battery recycling and manufacturing venture founded by the former chief technologist at Tesla. Speaking of Tesla, they are removing one of the last barriers to EV ownership. Tesla has spent the last several weeks preparing to open access to its previously exclusive supercharger network, forging partnerships with Ford, GM and Rivian since the end of May. Long-standing barriers to EV ownership like battery range and price are finally being addressed, leaving one last obstacle for many would be EV owners' access to public fast charging stations. Infrastructure is at least 50% of the battle for making the switch. Carl Brower, who is automotive analyst for IC Cars, told Insider, we've got to get people confident that the cars will work for them when they need them. Now, this is cool. The Citroen Miami Buggy EV sold out in just 10 hours. People were so excited about the Miami Buggy that one Spanish customer completed the online ordering process in just 70 seconds. Now, that's somebody who knows what they want. Now, the Citroen Miami Buggy is undeniably very cool. It's basically a mini electric off-roader with no doors. Uh, It's quite cute as well in its design, and it is obviously very, very popular. But customers did respond to it better than even the automaker expected, and all 800 examples were sold less than 10 hours after the orders opened. Citroen started offering the Miami Buggy at 11 a.m on Tuesday, June the 20th, and before the day was done, no more were available to purchase online. This year has been the first year that the automaker has made the buggy available to buyers in other markets, and needless to say, it's gone very well. In other manufacturing news, Volkswagen has announced that their SSP EV platform is to offer up to 1,700 bhp from 2026. MEB successor, which will underpin cars from all VW Group brands, is no longer delayed until 2028. Volkswagen Group CEO Oliver Blum has reiterated the group's commitment to launching its all-encompassing SSP, which is scalable system platform electric architecture in 2026, despite executives flagging delays until 2028 or 2029 in recent months. The architecture will span from city cars to sports cars, making a massive difference to the BHP. Blum told investors at the VW Group's Capital Markets Day held on Thursday that VW had initially planned for SSP to be handling around 1,100 BHP, so they're incredibly pleased with the extra few hundred they've got. In other news this week, 
Octopus has spread its tentacles with a £150 million funding for its EV leg. Poland Street Capital has agreed to provide Octopus electric vehicles with the £150 million to expand its salary sacrifice offering, Sky News has stated. The division has struck a deal with Poland Street Capital, a private equity and credit firm, to provide financing to expand its salary sacrifice schemes. The agreement takes the total sum raised by Octopus electric vehicles in the past two years to 650 million. Its salary sacrifice offers helps to drivers to save up to 40% every month on new electric cars, providing the vehicle charger and a discounted energy tariff. The company claimed on Monday that its vehicles were saving more than 32,000 tonnes of CO2 annually. That's the equivalent of removing more than 11,500 fossil fuel cars. So what's been happening this week in the world of solar? Well, a miracle material for solar panels is to finally enter production in China. The next generation of perovskite solar panels are 50% cheaper and 50% more efficient than traditional silicon cells. A startup in China is set to begin production of ultra-efficient solar panels that are made from the so-called miracle material that is called perovskite. Remember that, it's going to be everywhere soon. The next generation solar cell will be manufactured at half the cost of traditional silicon cells with 50% greater efficiency according to researchers from Nanjing University who made the design breakthrough that made mass production possible. The raw materials for making perovskite cells are cheap and abundant, making the production costs of these cells just 1 20th of traditional solar cells, Professor Tan Haran from Nanjing University has said. In other innovative solar news, Clearview looks like regular glass, but it's better as it turns any window into a solar panel. It's better for the consumer and better for the environment. The whole building can become a solar array and thus energy self-sufficient. Now imagine being able to save 40% of your building's power bill. The Clearview solar film technology could be applied to cars for that extra charge during the day as well. The secret? Well, infrared and ultraviolet rays are filtered using a spectrally selective film and dispersed towards solar cells by nanoparticle PVB interlayers. It seems to work and it looks, well, undetectable. It's brilliant. 658 solar panels have been installed on a West Cumbrian building to cut the carbon footprint. A new 200,000 solar energy system has enabled a West Cumbrian training and conferencing centre to reduce its carbon footprint. Enogus and Lily Hall near Workington has installed 658 solar panels on its roof, set to reduce 72 tonnes of CO2 a year. That's the equivalent of taking 15 petrol cars off the road. The panels were installed by Geo Green Power and are set to reduce Energis energy bills by more than 4 million over the next 30 years. It opened in 2009 and the 21.5 million Energis facility is a corporate hub for skills training, education and business support. 
Energist General Manager Sean Stranger said we're seeing great benefits from the system already, particularly a reduction in our carbon footprint, which was the main reason behind the project. I also find it really useful to have access to an online portal where I can track generation. With an installation cost of just £200,000, we're expecting the system to have paid for itself within four years, including service and maintenance, after which the system's cost will be negligible and the solar panels are under guarantee for 25 years. Sounds like a no-brainer to me. Owners of a Norman Castle-style manor house want solar panels to ease the heating costs. Wrighton Manor in Wrighton Town near Shrewsbury is a Grade 2 listed property that was commissioned in 1860. Formerly known as Wrighton Towers, it was built in a neo-Norman castle style with a large eight-piece cathedral window and full parapets. However, due to the increased cost of heating and electrical costs for a property of its size, it is important to try and reduce this where possible without introducing modern methods of installation where they would be detrimental to the existing fabric, says the supporting document supplied to the council. It's a tricky one, this. Anybody who's dealt with anything listed, you will know it's a nightmare. But where do we stand when it's to try and be more environmentally friendly? I will keep you up to date with where this one goes because it's an interesting one. Europe's biggest startup and tech event opened on June the 14th in Paris, with French President Emmanuel Maracan visiting the trade show in the afternoon. Biotech is a place where businesses meet innovation and this year it's focusing on how technology can res respond to the major challenges of our time. There's lots of great articles online about this, so be sure to look it up. Ending on a little bit of green tech, AI and sustainability is the next frontier in green tech investments. Artificial intelligence has been a hot topic in recent years with rapid advancements in technology and increased investment in the field as the world grapples with the effects of climate change and of course seeks to transition to a more sustainable future. AI-driven solutions are emerging as the next in green tech investments. Now, AI AI can also be used to improve the efficiency of renewable energy sources such as solar and wind power by analysing weather patterns and historical energy production data. AI can predict the optimal times to generate and store energy, ensuring that renewable energy sources are used to their full potential. This can help to reduce the reliance on fossil fuels and contribute to a greener, more sustainable future. Another area where AI can contribute to sustainability is in waste management by using AI-driven systems to sort and process waste. We can reduce the amount of waste that ends up in landfill and improve recycling rates. For example, AI-powered robots can be used to sort recyclable materials more accurately and efficiently than human workers, reducing the amount of waste that it sends to landfill and, of course, lowering the environmental impact of waste disposal. So I know AI is a little scary and there's a few concepts that I'm personally a bit unsure about but I do think used in this way towards sustainability can only be a good thing. So as ever you are now in the know. Thank you for listening to the pod. I'll be back with you next Friday from everybody here at Install Hub. Make sure you have a fantastic weekend and remember work smarter not harder. If you're an installer be sure to check out our installation software at installhub.com. 